Aha! Decent scotch and the worst American girl store assistant you'll ever meet. This is The Odds Pod Presents, the seventh of them. Hey, I'm Dave Hendrick. And I'm Ben Hennessy, and we're the hosts of The Odds Pod, a weekly podcast that asks interesting folks, what's your favourite apocalypse? We're also the creators behind the Scout Comics title The Odds, a sentimental, sickly sweet coming-of-age tale for monsters. Given our penchant for perdition and affection for annihilation, we figured we'd love to spend our evenings waxing apocalyptically about the HBO and Sky Atlantic's adaptation of the Naughty Dog hit game, The Last of Us. So, episode seven, or as we like to call it, Fuck Carol. Well. Fucking Carol. Fucking Carol. (laughs) God damn it. I wonder what Carol did. So what are we thinking about this one? Um, Yeah, so. (laughs) Holy fucking nothing. So here's our, here's, now, here's the thing. I thought we'd come across an episode mm-hmm. like this earlier on in the run. Because this is, it's yeah. pure backstory. Um, I wouldn't say it's, it's like, it's not a, it's not an expositionary thing. It's not, it's not a waste of time or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, they're definitely filling in some blanks for us and giving us a sweet little story about Ellie and where she's from in her life and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, did it move the story forwards? I think it gave us hooks that we'll probably see come to fruition in season two. Yeah, I, yeah I'd say that's exactly what. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think. I think if you were under pressure on on a on a rewatch of The Last of Us, you might necessarily spend too much time on this episode. Um, it gave us a ton of character moments and mm-hmm. like amazing production design. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so I had a lot going for it, but yeah, not exactly the most necessary episode. High stakes. Yeah, that's it, yeah. So because it looks backwards, there's no stakes. We know, we know, we know what the story is. They do try and, try and I suppose, introduce them with, with Riley and stuff, but we'll get to that. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I was still, I was still, you know, encapsulated by it and, and yeah. definitely interested in it, but... I don't think it was the most necessary episode, but a brave move to put an episode like that in the last third of the of the season. You know, yeah, those those episodes usually character we hadn't seen before either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I remember this bit in the game because um, shortly after Joel got hurt in the game with with a rebar, hmm. you spent I don't know maybe two hours or something playing as Ellie, not knowing if Joel is still alive. Like I thought it was really nice to open this episode to see that Joel is still there he's still hanging in there you know yeah those um, scenes at the start you know with the the blood trail uh, in the snow and mm-hmm. you know leading into the kind of suburbs and shimmer looking freezing cold in that in that garage <laughs> um they were really nice like just very loyal to the game weren't they yeah super loyal and really built the um the atmosphere you know just gave it gave it that that little bit more um and that's where you know this is not uh, a show that wastes any time when it can you know when it can show things as opposed to tell things it definitely shows things yeah. and there was so much storytelling in those couple of couple of shots there weren't even scenes just a couple of shots that led into the the kind of basement scene there um which you know was just obviously like a deft hand uh um, directing everything, you know, um, which I thought yeah, was yeah. really cool. You know, uh, Liza Johnson directed this episode, I think, and like 
really strong character stuff in this. Um, I, I loved I loved how at the very start we were already seeing Ellie take the Joel role. You know, yeah. like I think it was episode two or three where we see Joel having given Ellie his coat to keep warm. Yeah. Now we see Ellie draping the coat over Joel to keep him warm while he's bleeding out. Yeah. And he's just telling Ellie to just leave, just just fucking leave, you know, yeah. go. And he kind of pushes her away. And yeah, with like with what looked was, like it was pretty all the strength he had left, he pushes her away. You know, I yeah. thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, everything he didn't want to happen, everything he was afraid would happen, was why he wanted Tommy to bring her. Has happened. You know, he's looking at her as like, "On, I failed you. You're, you're going to die now because I'm not here to protect you." Yeah, if only if only everyone had listened to me. You know. You never want to. You never want to prove a cynic right. Like it's the worst thing you can do. As Ben knows many times over. <laughs> so let's get into the detail of it. Let's get into the weeds. So, so following on from, I suppose from from last week's episode, um, mm-hmm. we have found ourselves in this shit with with Joel. He's been stabbed pretty badly, and we get a good look at the wound this time around, and it's curved. So it's gone in at one point, (laughs) moved around, and come out at another point. So it's done as much damage as it it possibly could. I mean, it was only like a three or four inch blade that went into him. It was was a splinter of a a baseball bat, but it's absolutely wrought the most possible damage that, you know, that, that implement could. And uh, yeah, it's as you say, it's fucking rotten. Yeah, it's fucking rotten. Yeah. Like, there's some amazing shots close up on this, oh. and like, uh, Jesus Christ, they will make you just uh, they'll make you gag almost. Yeah. yeah. But in fairness, like Ellie's Ellie's trying to put them together, and 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 Joel is telling her, "You have to go. You have to go." Yeah. And she kind of takes him by his word. She kind of gets up after putting the coat over him like a blanket and, and goes to leave. And I think is is it they cut from just as she puts her hand on the door handle, we yeah. go back uh, in time, we see the Walkman, he's listening to... Uh, yeah, so I think Parsham. there's a there's a setup there where it's he's pushing her to leave and she's seriously considering it, I think, you know. And she is, yeah. I think she's going at that point. Yeah. It's only when she's thinking about all these things. Yeah, we get when that. she's looking yeah. back, yeah, yeah. But yeah, she's, she's leaving that. She's leaving the room, yeah. So we cut, back, we cut back to her back in the day, training in, 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 a, in a federal mm-hmm. camp, um, doing laps of a, of a basketball court with uh, other, it yeah. seems to be all female. The cadets. Yeah, it seems to be the female part of the federal school or something. Yeah. 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 And then we get introduced to Bethany. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Bethany. She's a pain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Everyone everyone knows a Bethany. Yeah. Yeah. But, (laughs) um, but yeah, before that, you were saying she's, she's listening to, uh, she's listening to Pearl Jam on her, on her Sony Walkman. And I thought, you know, of course they listen to Sony Walkmans because there's no streaming services after. Yeah. You know the 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 cordyceps infections. Um, how could there be? There's nobody to man the 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 data centers that would that would stream you your music. So it's analog all the way. It's, it's you bring up a good point here, and I meant to look this up before we came on, mm. but I think the cordyceps issue predates Spotify and such, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, yeah, it does. Because yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's in the in the show it's 2003 when when the break when the outbreak happens it's 2013 in the game but it's 2003 in the in the uh, yeah. show. and i mentioned the 2013 thing because she's listening to pearl jam 
She's this new song by Pearl Jam that, that they released. It's called All or None. All or None. And they released that in 2002. So it sits, you know, it works. Um, nice. Yeah. I that, didn't even think of that. Wow, nice one. That, that, <laughs> didn't, yeah. that, would have been, that would have been a song that maybe a 14-year-old in 2002, I don't know if a 14-year-old in 2002 would be listening to Pearl Jam. You know, I, I certainly was um, in 2002, but I wasn't 14. Um, uh, I was 26. But you've got, um, so you've got that. But then that's kind of a nod to the Pearl Jam track on The Last of Us 2, which features true, hugely yeah, yeah. In, in, in Last of Us 2 with um, Future Days and, uh, and is the song that Joel sings. Yeah. In part two, so spoil, maybe spoiler. Joel alerts. wanted to be a singer. Yeah, I don't think that's a spoiler yeah. at all. That's, yeah. that's a great thing to go check out for people who maybe haven't seen it before. Yeah, so so um, yeah, it's cool. I was I I was um, I was looking around to see if there were any kind of performance videos of that song because um, you know you only hear it in the in the in the um, in the, in the, the game. game, and uh, I found a video of. The chap who plays Joel in The Last of Us in the game, the game. introducing yeah, introducing Pearl Jam. Get the fuck out of at here! At the Game serious? Awards, yeah, singing or well, it's 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 not Pearl Jam. It's 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 Eddie Vedder and his and his acoustic guitar singing it. You know, that's brilliant. Nice. It's just like oh wow, that's, I must check that's that so out. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is so awesome. So, um, so yeah, I was I was. Will we ma- launch our Pearl Jam fan cast next after this, will we? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Absolutely. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we can talk about the comic we did for the book that never came out. <laughs> it's on the way. Yeah. It's on the way. I swear it's happening. Yeah. 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 But look, me me and Ben did our comic, you know, so. Oh, so good too. Used a double page spread. Oh man, one of these yeah. days we'll release yeah. it to the world if Pearl Jam let us. Yeah, we should. I still have yeah. the files lying around somewhere. Yeah, we should do yeah. that, man. Yeah, yeah, we should do that. Maybe yeah. as a bonus for the uh, the nice nice listener or listeners of uh, of Oh, good call. This particular thing, yeah, yeah, maybe that's we'll do a that. good idea. Yes, yeah. Um, anyway, moving on from our Pearl Jam fandom, um, yes, yeah, yes, Bethany, back in, Bethany, back in Last of Us fandom grabs yeah. the uh, the headset off, off of her. Um, do you call them headsets, headphones, I suppose, for Walkman's? I can't remember, it's so long as it's out of Walkman, headphone, yeah, headphones, yeah, and um, yeah, it's not good. Bethany's a big bully, and I don't like her. No, she was mean to Ellie. She was mean. Ellie let her know that it is not nice to be mean to Ellie and it's not good for you to be mean to Ellie. Yeah, it's class. She has a little... You can see she has a little think about what she's going to do and she's like, fuck it. (laughs) And she just goes for it. (laughs) She fucking... That's weird, yeah. And we we have to wonder, because like Bethany takes the headphones and... uh, there's a kind of a verbal altercation before there's the actual altercation where Bethany says something like, friend's not here anymore and she used to do the fighting for you mm. that kind of thing we all know at this point you don't say shit to ellie about ellie's friends because she's likely to fuck you up yeah and so bethany learns that ellie will fuck you up if you say something about her friends pretty quick uh, we, yeah after a kind of a, a close-up of and i thought this was a really really interesting shot where the camera stayed on on a bella as she went to throw the punch she drew back we didn't see yeah. yeah, we didn't see her actually throw it. Like, yeah, and uh, you, as you said, like you get to see her thinking, "Will I or won't I?" Yeah. Before she fucking absolutely nails it. She knows she's, she's in trouble. I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's doing it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. She's just like, "Fuck this." Yeah, she deserves. And, it. and then, 
and then we find out like she is used to this kind of stuff she's in like the principal's office and Captain did you Kwan. think it was kind of weird yeah right so captain kwan he's the principal and it's like oh yeah of course in a federal uh, government i guess mm. it would be a captain and not a, not a principal yeah and um she's still very much ellie you know she's um invading his privacy looking at his photographs she's casually lying back in the chair looking up we see she has a black eye now for oh, yeah. her for her sorrows she's we'll she's, she's marlon brando 15 stitches in the infirmary yeah, yeah. she's she's sitting yeah. there and she's like yeah. you know what are you rebelling against what have you got you know i mean that's <laughs> that's that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the way. That's her body language. She's just a, an impudent little kid, and she's just like, "Yeah, fuck this shit," you know. And uh, yeah. and then Captain Kwong breaks it down for her. And this is a conversation I have to say I have been party to uh, a couple of times <laughs> in my life when they go, "Well, Dave, you can go this way, or you can go this way," you know. And I'm usually like, "But I want to go that way," <laughs> in the middle. But um. But yeah, he, he kind of lays there for her, you know, that she can she can be a follower, you know, she can be a sheep or she can be a leader. And he knows there's a leader in there, in her. And he, you know, he just sees really, it as his really job good conversation, it. kind of breaks down like a parent, you mm. know, like a, no bullshit. Yeah. And he's not going to punish her. And she's saying, like, what well, just, just throw me in the hole and get it done with again, yeah. you know? He's and used he's to going into the hole. He's, you know? a, he's a thousand percent on her side in the fight as well, because mm-hmm. he's like, Bethany's an asshole. You know, like she's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> what are you wasting your time on on the Bethany's of this yeah. world for, you know? Um, yeah, yeah no, one roof really where you're taking orders from Bethany or go to the other where you're telling Bethany what to do. That was class. Or, or yeah. telling those Bethany's where to shove it. Yeah, where to said. shove yeah. it. And yeah. that's what made her listen, you know? Um, Did so, you spot the, the naughty dog? Um, the key uh, chain. on the key rings. I did. Yeah. yeah. yeah I had to yeah. pause it and kind of have a look. And uh, yeah, no, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, why is that? I was, I was only like taking that? notes. And when I went yeah. to go press play again, I went, oh, look at that. Yeah, and yeah. I go back, take my notes again. Yeah, yeah. That was class. Yeah. I love all those little touches. And like a ton of Easter eggs then in what follows, like in, in our room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, true. So we got, we got end up in uh, Ellie's room in. Mm-hmm. I suppose in the camp or in the school that she's in, or yeah, yeah, the kind of the, the orphanage kind of orphanage guess, thing. Yeah, they don't really go cross, into. Yeah. But she's she's you know there's one bed that she's occupying, and across the room from her there's another bed which looks abandoned and empty, and and it's the middle of the night and it's raining hard, and we're in her room and we we get a we get a kind of a slow pan around the room and we get to see her stuff. You know, her tapes. Yeah, all those comics that we know about, the Savage Starlight, we, her baseball. Um, we get to see dinosaur posters, moon posters. Yeah, yeah loads of space posters. And yeah. a Mortal Kombat 2 poster, which I know Mortal Kombat 2, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Great Don't episode of Mortal Kombat 2 fans. That was pretty cool. And can we just go back to the comic book? Because she's, she, she's mm-hmm. reading the comic and it, go, it goes back to what I said earlier in, in this season fucking lettering on these comics in TV shows. <laughs> like, I knew you were going to bring this up. Acres of space in those balloons, man. And, you know, it's all even justified. And oh, it's just, you know, I get it. I know you just want to make it work on screen, you know, but I hope to God they never push, publish that comic like that. You know, get, get a decent letter. pick them up on this and just tell them to cop on. You know, don't do this, you know. Yeah, um, I mean... It's weird. It is weird that they did because they're such good. Like I mean, the production design, everything about it is so yeah. good, 
And then yeah. they go, do you know what this comic needs? Loads of white space, you know? I just... That's <laughs> yeah, waste of paper, yeah. Yeah, I don't get it, man. But, but you know, anyway, look, it's a small it's a we, small niggle, but I thought I'd bring it up again just to show that, you know, I'm right, you know? But we, but we are seeing all these things, and you are right. Ah, thanks, man. Um, You're right, too. But, but we, are, <laughs> we are seeing all these things to tell us again who Ellie is. The Walkman is still there. Because she asked for the Walkman. That was another fucking brilliant bit like where when she's leaving the room with, with Captain Kwan yeah. she doesn't like just take her okay I'm, I'm getting away with murder here I, I'm not I'm not getting punished for this he's just telling me I can go one way or the other I'm yeah. clearly going to go the nice way where, where I can be uh, part of Fedra she's yeah. kind of made that um, but he just she just straight away straight up asked Captain Kwan hey can I have my Walkman back she's not playing the part of oh I'm I'm being punished here for doing a bad thing he's going to hold on to this for a while and get back to you yeah. eventually no She's 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 straight up. They're probably hard to come across, you know. I guess anything like that, like whether it's your mum's switchblade or whatever, that's all very precious material um, yeah. to that individual. So yeah, I guess it's probably something they all would do is just ask for it back. Um, and there was something else actually that happened there. I went, oh yeah, a bit of what happened back with Melanie Linsky's episode. He makes a point of saying that Fedra was holding the place together. That's what he believes. Yeah, we kind of know that kind of is the case. Despite all the horrible things Federer are actually doing to the people living around them, they, they they are protecting them from the infection. Yeah, yeah, through terrible means, mm-hmm. you know, and reducing the population there with daily hangings. So yeah, you yeah. know, eh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it is a world where you get to leave your Will Livingston book by your bedside, though. That's, that's so it. Yeah, you know? right. yeah, 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 yeah. That's <laughs> it. So look, uh, it's time to go to sleep. And uh, mm-hmm. the lights out, yeah. you know, she gets shouted at from by somebody from across the hall, you know. To... And she slowly turns off the light because she's fucking Marilyn Brando. Yeah, she's a rebel, man. She's a rebel. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny, I'm looking at that going, God, like, lights out. That's kind of, that's such a an antiquated thing. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's not something anybody really says anymore because... You, you know, kids will go to bed by the light of their phones and you <laughs> yeah. know, will eventually fall asleep with them on their faces. And, you know, there's no kind of lights out, you know, nobody no. needs, nobody needs the light. Um, but, uh, but yeah, without, without mobile communications and people, people to, to man it and sell it and do whatever else you've got to do with it. Like it is, it's just back to, it's a very the different 80s, business, yeah. you know. It's yeah, yeah, and we all know what that means. Oh, that's trouble! I don't 80s, like it. Yeah. 80s means trouble, <laughs> um, which we'll get to later on. But um, we'll get it to it very quickly, actually. Um, yeah, because I think at this point, then she actually just falls asleep, right? I was just kind of about. Thinking, I think just about. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's thinking she's snoring pretty heavy. I thought yeah. she was maybe having a cry in her sleep or something because it sounded like a, she's a heavy she's sleeper, kind right? of distressed or something. Yeah. And the camera pans down and goes, "Oh no, she's just snoring the shit out of the bed." Yeah, <laughs> that's allowed, I guess. Yeah. You know, you've been running all day and beating up. Rough day, you're going to be tired. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. She's, <laughs> she's got bruised knuckles. You know. Yeah, just like Joel. Yeah, you know. Um, but then we have a very similar sequence to happen here as to what happened in the game yeah so uh that angle on the window was like exactly the same almost almost identical yeah like uh and and this plays out very similar so a person comes into the room and uh creeps in tries not to wake up ellie gets over to ellie and then starts to threaten ellie in a kind of a joking fashion but ellie's asleep 
I don't know it's a joke. Yeah. Um, Ellie immediately attacks the person that's on her. And I, I, sorry, did she pull a knife or something on Ellie at this point? What, what was the? What did she do? No, in the, she in the show? she puts her hand, hand over, over her mouth. mouth. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in her. the game, the difference is she pretends to bite Ellie and makes a clicker noise. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> you know. So um, in both of those, both of those uh, media, yeah. Elliot then puts Riley on her ass, finds out that it's her friend Riley yeah. who used to be in the bed opposite her in yeah. the room. Her best mate. And she's like, where the fuck have you been? Yeah. You know? Um, and again, and great example of showing and not telling, you know? Yes. Where the fuck have you been? We've seen the empty bed. We've seen her look at it. We know someone's missing from her life, you know? Yeah. And then she comes back in. And uh, yeah, done brilliantly. And, and he's holding the switchblade as yeah. she's asking her the question. Because <laughs> yeah. her body is still in that defense mode. You know, she's like ready to kill her, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's lucky she didn't kill her. Mm. You know, Riley, Riley got off lucky there. And Could have easily opened an artery there. Yeah. 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 Um, well, like fuck it. she's been gone three weeks, I think. In, the, in No, it's longer in the game. I think it's three weeks in the show. Three weeks in the show. And. And she asks, like, where has she been? She thought she was dead. Um, and she gets up and she tells uh, Ellie that she's joined the Fireflies. Mm. And Ellie can't believe it. Uh, he's like, why the fuck would you join them? Um, doesn't, immediately we see a lack of belief in the Fireflies cause from Ellie. Yeah. Which is similar to what Joel has the whole way through the show, right? But yeah. we don't see that from Ellie until now. Um, and she's just... She's just kind of weirded out as of what's happening, trying to find out what's happened. In the game, we see a very different conversation. In the game, we immediately see that Riley and Ellie have had a previous relationship that was, as I quote, better than good. Mm. And where did she go? Uh, because in the game, Riley tells Ellie to go fuck herself and she disappears for a period of time and comes back. Yeah. So here, we're not getting that kind of conversation. We are getting a kind of attention. You know, this this. uh we're seeing Fedra and we're seeing the Fireflies in this almost kind of into the window. There's a bit of a Romeo and Juliet thing here. Mm. Without them, they're carrying their love for one another uh, because they're so young um, so insecure. Um, and that insecurity plays out for almost the entire episode because neither one of them have the confidence to do anything. No. Which is done very well, I think, by both, by both actresses. No, it was, yeah. I mean, they, they, they walked the line there really well. Mm-hmm. Um, between I don't know that that thing of being hesitant to make a move for fear yeah. of rejection, but then having no other option but to make a move. You know, um, I thought that was brilliant, and and they they really managed good. it really well. Um, the pair of them, yeah, they were great. And um, as they're as they're kind of going through this tension, someone one of them at some stage will always kind of say something to change the subject or move them on a bit. Mm. And this is the first episode we see Riley is the one to usually move them on. Yeah. Where in previously we've seen um, Ellie kind of play the role of Tess, who say like, "Where are we going? What direction are we going in?" Mm. Here we see that it's 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 Riley all the time. Yeah. Um. So we know this is something that that Ellie has learned from Riley. Uh. Uh. But the, she eventually convinced. This is Ellie to to go out and um, break her few yeah, and to join her for the best night of her life. Yeah, she's going to show her the wonders of the, the world or something. The yeah. best night of her life. Yeah, yeah. And where where does she take her on the best night of her life? Down a fire escape. <laughs> I'm like, well, we can just go out of here. It's no problem. Fedra are really stupid. Yeah. There's no patrol. Yeah. And then almost as soon as they go out, there's a Fedra patrol that nearly catches them nearly both. Catches them both. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was brilliant. Yeah. 
But, uh, but we actually before they get out there, we see um, we see Riley pick up the Walkman and the tape that's on Ellie's uh, yeah. bedside table, and we see her pick up like uh, uh, we, and we know that this is eighties song. The eighties means trouble. Eighties means trouble. Uh, Riley is more or less embodying that. She's showing us that this is trouble right here is something they shouldn't uh, do. And also, yeah. if you're if you're familiar with The Last of Us Two, you know, take on me. Mm-hmm. has a particular meaning to Ellie. Sure does. Yeah, so um yeah, we'll get into that now. Uh so anyway, we're we're out in the uh out in the wilds of the QZ and uh they're heading heading to their um their destination, which is a mystery to Ellie. Um but yeah they uh they eventually eventually get there. Yeah, it's a bit like Assassin's Creed meets um, The Last of Us, right? Ah, the building yeah. hopping I the mean, whole time. Yeah. Building hopping, but it's like, it's a four foot jump, you know? Yeah, there's you know not. What? I didn't realise that was the game I wanted. I want Assassin's Creed meets The Last of Us, that sounds deadly. There's not so much parkour going on as gravity, <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's... Uh, so by, by the way, I wouldn't do that jump, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not taking, taking away from, from what they did. But uh, I'd I'd be far too scared. I'd be like, no, thank you. Have you got a ladder? Yeah, you know, like climb down and I'll walk on the street. But yeah, there's a they're they're bounding over the rooftops and uh, mm-hmm. they get to um, the mall, which they do. is and and there's a, a lot of kind of um, Ellie mirroring Joel on the way to the mall. There's there's her being tired, um, going up the steps to the place to get to the rooftop. We see Joel having done that, and she's only like two or three floors or something. Yeah. Um, uh, are being told she's only got two or three floors and then we see her kind of get to the end of their building hop and uh, she's hands on knees breathing heavy where Riley is, is good to keep going whereas in the show previously every other episode we've seen Ellie have the one with the gas tank and Joel yeah. the one that struggles yeah, yeah interesting but uh, yeah so we get to we get to the mall and um, it's a bit of a bunker of a, of a building mm-hmm. it's, it's very much a I don't know, like it, like it would remind me of some of the some of the ones around town that were built in the eighties, you know, um, basically a, a concrete bunker, um, and with with no natural light whatsoever, um, bar a hole in the roof. And when they get yeah. there, Ellie remarks that the place is full of infected, that there's no way they can go in there. But uh, Riley's been told it's not boarded up, though, is it? So there can't be infected in there. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You think, you know, no arguments there. Yeah, yeah, logic, logic stands up. And and you have it in my head from like episode whatever one or two, whatever when you pointed is the, the the color out. The second they say that, I'm looking for the color yellow in the. Oh, yeah, going, where the fuck yeah, is it? Where is it? Where is yeah, it? We'll find it eventually. Don't worry. Um, cop it. It's it's in the fucking torch yeah. that Ellie has. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was a nice nod to the game where she has to shake the torch to get it work. Because in the yeah. game, when your torch starts to go out, you have to shake your your, yeah. your remote, your controller. And then Riley's torch is like she's got a little mag light, and she's like, uh, Firefly torches are better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was definitely just before I met the dead body in the hallway, right? That's, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's where we get the scotch from, yeah. Uh, these guys have a bit of Dutch courage. That Dutch courage probably got them in that hole into the mall. Well, probably, yeah. So so we end up we end up into the uh, into the mall. And, uh, well, we don't we don't really know where we're headed. But uh, Riley, we're in like a service corridor when they get mm-hmm. through. And Riley gives, oh, I thought this was mad. Riley gives Ellie directions. So you go yeah. right that door turn mm-hmm. left and when you're there just let me know that you're there and like 
in that situation, in that world, I'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> through this weird corridor I've never been in before in the dark and taking a left and letting you know and shouting at you. And we all know that the bad guys in this world respond to sound. I'd be like, mm, maybe not. But she does. She does it because she trusts her friend. Ellie would. Ellie would do that for her friend. Yeah. She has many of them. So, yeah, I, I can see I had the same issue going through my head going like, oh, fuck, I wouldn't do that. No. But then I guess yeah, I could see why Ellie would. But then you know? we're cowards, Ben. And uh, Ellie's, yeah, Ellie's. What, what are we doing? The like flower is not able for this kind of world of mushroom zombies. No, thank God it's only fantasy. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so she's standing there in what is a dark and depressing wrecked landscape mm-hmm. and then uh Riley switches the power, the power. On, yeah, yeah. Um, and what color is are all the lights uh there's a lot of yellow there's a lot of yellow there's a lot of, there's yellow. A lot there's of a, yellow there's a lot of pink <laughs> and a lot of red as well the, now what i read mm-hmm. about this particular mall is yeah it's a real mall that they used it's a real abandoned mall in Canada. Yeah. And the production design went in a couple of months early and all the shops were gone. You know, there was no, there were no storefronts or anything, but they, so they rebuilt them. Wow. And they rebuilt them ruined, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so how safe was that? So they're real, they're real brands that they've used, like you see Esprit and Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Victoria's Secret and um, there's there's a couple other but there's a gap there's all that so they they built all that stuff in you know um, an American Girl story which we'll get to in a bit but like they they built all that stuff in um, in a in a real mall a real ghost Whoa. mall yeah because I for sure thought it was CG like I just didn't nah, think they did well I'm sure there's elements of it that were that were CG um, like some of those big long views. You know, down the kind of main thoroughfare. I'm sure there was there was CG towards the end or whatever. You know, um, but yeah, it's a it's a real it's a real place. That's cool. Yeah, uh, kind of practical cool. stuff always makes a better product. I think. Yeah, yeah absolutely, man. So uh, so yeah, so it, it comes alive and and for Ellie, this is like this is Disneyland. This yeah. is the greatest thing she's ever seen in her life, in her short life. Um, she's never seen lights these colors. She's never seen shops. You know. She's never seen an escalator. Yeah, man. Moving <laughs> stairs. Electric yeah. stairs, she calls them. <laughs> Electric stairs. And she's jumping up and down these things. She nearly falls off these things. And yeah. there's another bit of, of of tension between herself and Riley when she falls, stumbles kind of into Riley on them, you know. While um, listening to Take On Me. Yeah, it's, you kind of think it's going to it's gonna kick off, but it doesn't. No. It's, Riley has more to show her. I thought um, we were going to go down the route of cute 80s movie shopping montage you know so where we're trying on hats but no we didn't which was good i really i really did too because i i, I had seen titles of the episodes that were coming but i knew the dlc episode was coming mm. but i didn't think we'd get this much out of the dlc yeah. episode yeah but it's bang um, on there yeah yeah but I, i'm also quite happy that we haven't met that, that scary bad guy that's definitely happening in the next episode surely oh, and yeah. uh, so i needed this this is this, this slower episode was, was was good for me yeah um, i saw i saw the trailer for the next episode man it's happening um oh. so <laughs> anyway there's a there's our scary bad guy of our own in, in, mm. in this one though as well so um so yeah so we we get a little uh we get a little tour of the mall and uh 
there's there's definitely a commentary on shopping and capitalism mm-hmm. and our current shopping habits and the Indeed. things people buy and you know they look at some of the stores are completely empty some of the stores still have stock and yeah <laughs> she she you know the the two girls are in kind of the middle of a of a concourse and Ellie's like why why are some of the stores empty and some still full and Riley explains that you know when when the shit hit the fan people lose the um the shops for what they needed what they thought was essential and she looks at a foot locker and the foot locker is completely wrecked and empty and she looks at a body shop and that's full and she's like so sneakers over soap <laughs> you know and they're like yeah they're basically you know who needs to wash every day and smell great when mm-hmm. really what you need are decent shoes, you know, you, like a pair of decent you shoes. You need good shoes, though. Yeah, you man. Do some running, you know. Yeah, for real, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then later on, they find a find a Victoria's Secret, and they're looking at the lingerie, and they're like, "Oh man, that just looks uncomfortable. Like, why would people wear this?" You know. Yeah. Um, and uh, speaking of someone who wears it regularly, I would say yes. Yeah, it, is, <laughs> it is uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Check out my website on uh, Only Dave's. Yeah, Dave's Only Pants. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like I think like Riley kind of does uh, one of those moments to kind of try and change the subject, but kind of see what her options are with Ellie by saying, "Oh, I'm, I'm, imagine you wearing that. It's hilarious. What a, what an idea to wear something so uncomfortable. That kind of stuff. You know." There's a little I'm bit. Wondering, is she doing what Frank did with Bill? Is she trying to see she's testing the waters? Yeah, I I don't even know yeah. if it's that if it's that calculated. I, you know, they're kids, man, and and mm. I just think I just think they're they don't know what they're dealing with. You know, when it well, comes to sexuality yeah. and stuff and and those feelings, and I think I think they're just they're just kind of like she's she's literally just skidded her bike up to the line there, you know, and she's like, I I'm gonna say this thing, I don't know yeah. why, and I'm not really sure I should, but I'm gonna say it anyway, and and I and that's done so nicely. Like I just thought I was. Um, it was awkward and stupid and clumsy yes. and innocent, you know? Yeah, um, I mean, and then Ellie kind of has a, a kind of a, a look at herself, possibly when she fixes her hair, he yeah. does it almost. Um, what was that Tom Hanks film where he's stuck in the airport and he's looking at himself in the suit? Oh, it's a bad film. Yeah, yeah it's a bad film. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it's called, <laughs> but it's a bad film, yeah. Yeah. Um, but like she's kind of doing that. I was almost waiting for that shot to happen, but they, they avoid it. But you can see her kind of posturing up, looking in the mirror, imagining her head on on, on the mannequin. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then she gets called by Riley to head off. Yeah. And uh, she goes, Yeah, yeah, I'm coming in a minute. You know, and it's that thing where it's uh it's like in Banshee's doing a sharing where Barry Barry Cowan's character is asking your woman out and, and she kind of turns him down. She says, That's really nice, but no, you know. And he's like, Well, that's that dream finished, you know? Uh, and there's a bit of that there where she's just kind of daydreaming and then she's like, oh, back to reality, yeah. Oh, yeah, zombies, damn. Oh, and legs, you know? Um, which I thought was really nice. But uh, but yeah, we're moving on. We're, we're, in, we're in the mall and uh, she she is, Riley is presenting all of these things as wonders. So she has told, Riley has told Ellie that she's going to show her four wonders of the world, you know? That's it. Yeah. And she thought the escalator was one of them. She was like, oh, I guess there could be five. Five, guess, you yeah. Know? yeah. Uh, Electric stairs. Yeah. And there's lovely little moments like uh, from this, and, you know, when you're, you're at that kind of 
phase of your life where you you've never really had a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or, or any of this kind of stuff she gets ready to close her eyes and she holds her hand and she walks over to the first wonder of the world mm. and it's it's the carousel that we were familiar with in the game yeah yeah and it's and lovely uh, and it looks exactly the same and it's lit the same yeah although it is a bit yellow but it is it um, is yeah, it is. It's lit the same, and it's it, it's just a lovely moment. And then when it when it gets moving, the song that's playing. Did you cop the song that's the playing? The coolest fucking carousel song I've ever heard in my fucking life. It's the Cure, um, Heaven, just like Heaven, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but like the Cure. No, know what I mean? Oh, the Cure. <laughs> I was, I didn't, I didn't get that. I was so caught on like, well, that is maybe too self-indulgent to have like the Cure playing on a carousel. And now I understand why they have the Cure. Yeah. Because yeah. oh, we're looking at the Cure yeah. on the carousel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah anyway. Oh, I should have got that. I feel well, like you know, stick with yeah. me, kid. You'll get them eventually. <laughs> like I was, I was going to say, I can't believe they played that song by the Cure. Because what carousel would have that song? Yeah. That's too cool. Car- that's too cool for a carousel. Yeah, goth song. carousels would have that. Fuck, that you're song. so right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the carousel on the back of fibers. Everything about this show is so calculated. Everything. Oh, everything. You know what? Yeah. Even when I go to doubt it, I'm fucking wrong. Every yeah, step, every step of the way, man. Um, and it's a lovely moment and she can't believe mm-hmm. the thing moves. You know, she thinks it's great as it is anyway. And then it starts to move. She's like, no way, you know? And they get yeah. on their, they get on their horses and, uh, they, uh, they swig a bit of scotch while they're sure up do. there. And there's this moment where Ellie again, kind of does yeah, that thing where she's a lingering gaze. There's a, yeah, but she, she kind of loses mm. it a little and you see mm-hmm. the hand kind of, she doesn't know what to do and her hand kind of goes over to kind of maybe touch Riley and then she pulls it back, you know? Yeah, 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 and it's yeah. just this really innocuous movement that if you're not clued into the kind of emotion of the moment, you wouldn't even notice, you know? And it's just, oh man, it's just, just testament to the acting, you know? Um, and like, you, you, we've all been there, you know? Like you'll never have enough proof to know that you can make a move and like both of them kind of stop there yeah waiting for something to happen and nothing yeah. happens yeah you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's 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 nuts you know um like yeah um it was just it was just a beautiful moment in in, mm-hmm. in the piece you know and then from there where, where are we where are we from there then ben we uh well the power goes out on the carousel oh right? yeah finishes um, up and then she says, uh, oh, there's a chat about possibly getting Riley to come back to Fedra. She says, the two of us could be running things if you come back. Oh, yeah. And then Riley says, you know what? Not me. I, I'm turning 17 in a few weeks. I got my job from, uh, from Quan. position, yeah. I'm on fucking sewage detail. Yeah. You know, I get to, sh- I get to guard people who are shoveling shit. And Lovely. Ellie, ju- Ellie just says, fuck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whereas Ellie's just been told she could be a leader. Yeah. Riley's been told you will never be anything more than a shit shoulder guard. Yeah. And so she wants out. Yeah. We, we now see why she went off to uh, Fireflies to you get a better her. deal. You know, yeah, yeah. You could blame her, you know, and that's yeah. probably how the Fireflies operate and that's how they recruit. You know, it's like your life yeah. is shit. You know, we can make things a bit better. But, uh, yeah, we move it along then from the... Off uh, to the time machine, the, the photo the time booth, machine. Right? Yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah. yeah, this is one of the wonders that she wants to show her. And it's, uh, yeah, it's so nice. Like, do you know what this is? And she's like, is it a time machine? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so cool. 
And it's like, no, but I mean, that, that kind of ties in with, you know, even things like the TARDIS or, you know, mm-hmm. Bill and Ted, you know, little kind of encapsulated phone boots, whatever, you know, and she's like, is it a time machine? And I'm like, oh, maybe she has seen Doctor Who or Bill and Ted or something, you know? She could um, have. I mean, like, there's just, there's going to be bits of pop culture that whether or not they have been around for it being make, made so they can mm-hmm. enjoy it on television or whatever. They have seen it in all these magazines and things that are probably... Oh, I'd like to think... Like I'd, the Will Livingston books. You I'd know? like to think that the, the, the finest, the two finest sons of San Dimas, California, will yeah. endure any apocalypse, you know? So, Absolutely. Yeah, wild stallions. <laughs> Um, so hopefully she has. She is familiar with with uh, Theodore S. S. Logan. And, uh, that would be most excellent. I yeah, would love that. Most excellent. Uh, anyway, yeah. um, so we're we we have this kind of again a parody on an eighties movie. Girls being friends, hanging out. You know, there's a bit of clueless or something in there where they jump into the photo booth and get there, and they're trying to figure out how to. Yeah, how do I use this? Yeah, what do they do? And you know, and and uh, they need to put money in, and uh, uh, Roddy's come prepared with a with a five dollar bill, um, which gets it all going, and then they they do their little poses and stuff, and uh, yeah, it's a really cute moment. But you know, again, juxtaposition of an absolutely horrible world. You know, yeah, yeah. So it's not like this episode's really nice that it can, it can tell you, it tells you how people can find joy in the most innocuous, stupid, pedestrian little things that we all take for granted. You know, and once they're gone, they'll become the biggest things in the world. And these are memories that Ellie will have for the rest of her life. You know, this that is, she will this, cherish. This is shaping up to be the greatest night of her life. Yeah. Ellie wasn't joking. You know, yeah. she got shown an escalator, and kind of like when we see Ellie walk past the airplane in previous episodes, like the escalator is a big deal. And I mean, Ben, escalator. I have an idea. I have an idea, right? Why don't you and me have the greatest night of our lives? Right? <laughs> Why don't we meet each other in a crappy shopping mall and ride an escalator? And, and come on, I'm getting the car right now and, and get some photos like done. Half, get some there. photos done in the photo booth. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do all the other stuff. Maybe, maybe we won't do all the other stuff, but, um, you know, yeah. this is me making a move. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll, long lingering looks though. We'll get, oh, well, look, we do that anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was my Saturday. Um, so yeah, so, uh, we, and then they get the photos and they're crappy because Mm-hmm. the chemicals haven't been refilled in course. however long or whatever and there's one and like Riley's like oh, if you like it you, you can keep it you know and it's like yeah. oh that's so nice you know um, and then we're off out again so where are we, where do we go next? I can't remember. Is well, it, now the, uh, another color I'm kind of seeing pop up now and again is the color of purple, and mm-hmm. I, have, I have to go back and watch the other episodes to kind of find out what it means. But it's something I've noticed is coming up again and again. Mm. But the arcade is draped in it. Um, now, I, color theory would would suggest that purple stands for well, love. And, is that right? Uh, yeah, there's a bit of that going on, and there's a bit of you know bit of sexy time and you know purple is one of those colors you know that can um yeah it's a sexy invoke, color invoke those kind of things yeah mm. so um yeah it, you know the arcade door mm-hmm. you know that threshold where you know you've got a purple light behind it you've got the sign over the top and stuff you know there's there's definitely something on the way when they when they cross that particular threshold um and again you know we get to see um, a huge outpouring of like just care and and really genuine feeling, it, because Riley has planned all of these things, mm-hmm. and we get into the the arcade, 
and immediately Ellie's mind is blown. She's like, oh, look at all the yeah. stuff I could play, you know? And uh, But then we find out there's there's more more to it than just that. Well, they find Mortal Kombat 2, which is the game that we heard Ellie talk about in the previous episode with, with Joel. And um, she's like, oh, oh my God, can you believe this? Have you, have you guys got any any money? And she looks around at Riley for money. And Riley points to all this, like loads of cash, paper cash all over the floor. And Ellie goes, none of that worthless shit. I need some coins. I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> so, then we find out that um, Riley has been here the day before. He was here for an hour and a half breaking open the coin uh, machine, the coin exchange, just so they can get like a bucket of coins to go play Mortal yeah. Kombat 2. Yeah. And they they go there and they spend an absolute age playing Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah. Uh, and Riley is just amazing. And you can see she's been putting in all these hours and she's happy playing with her friend maybe for the first time. She knows uh, all the special Ellie, moves. Ellie is eating it up. Uh, can't get enough of this. Yeah. It's it, this. This is this is brilliant. You know, it is the biggest moment. It is the most fun. She's seeing these characters eat up people and barf out their bones, which is what she wanted. It's every single and, Christmas. Uh, yeah, just rolled into it one. Is, yeah, and they have a. They just seem to spend their entire bucket playing games of Mortal Kombat too. Yeah, and um, and the camera trucks out of the arcade. Yeah, and things go from purple to yellow pretty quick. Pretty quickly. So yeah, a, yeah. There's a mellowing yeah. in the in the in the color scheme, and uh, then we start following uh, a trail into an American girl store, which are in, like, in fairness, to them they do this in the in. There's a proxy kind of American girl store in the DLC. They don't call it American girl store. I can't remember what they call it, but it's definitely meant to be an American girl store. Because when I was playing it, I was like, yeah. This is one of the creepiest shops I've ever been in in my life. Yeah, you know, absolutely. When it's yeah. when it's broad daylight on Fifth Avenue, you know, like it's it, they're just fucking terrifying shops because these dolls are freak me out. Now, I thought we we're getting an Annabelle crossover. I don't know what the fuck is going now, on. <laughs> ben will tell you. I mean, if you look at if like my office here, Ben's as well. But I mean, my office especially. If you look around my office, if you could see this right now, I'm surrounded by little dolls, right? But but they're not creepy American girls. Right they're they're Transformers and GI Joes and stuff. And you know, every night I pray <laughs> that they'll come alive and be my friends. But they won't. But <laughs> but American girl stores, they're just it's just a bit. I you know I watch Megan again at the weekend. It's just a bit creepy. But you know, girls love them. Boys mm. love them. Uh, people love them. Um, so you know, I can't. I can't. Oh, my I wife shouldn't really give has out. an army full of porcelain dolls from when she grew up. Oh, just, really? just an army full of them. Wow, yes, okay. yes. So yes. your house is haunted. Yeah. I did not know that. No, yeah. no, not in my house. Not on your house. You, <laughs> you won't let them in? I cannot let. <laughs> I don't think I had. I, it, lucky for me, it didn't come up. I hope it continues that way. Nice. <laughs> but like, no, creep, too creepy, too creepy. So anyway, this this um, dilapidated, yeah. dusty, moldy mm-hmm. American girl store, we, we kind of pan through and then we start seeing the uh, the tendrils of the cordyceps on the on the ground and uh, we, yeah. we we turn a corner and there's an infected you know probably a store manager or a store assistant or something and he's he's kind of plastered up against the wall by by the by the you know just a fungus he's he's connected to to this network yeah. and then he stirs he and does he's one of those guys good. that must just be on the turn of becoming uh, cordyceps as opposed to being a, what are they called shambler no not shambler at this point there's runners or something yeah uh, yeah he's kind of between runner he, and clicker or something yeah yeah he's not yeah he, he's a few years into this and he's, he's not in a good way he can either, 
No, no. But he seems like he's about to come off the wall. He's not completely stuck to the wall yeah. yet. Or or he's at least going to tell the rest of the cordyceps a mile and whatever bit away. Yeah. Hey, there's there's two kids here and mm. they're having the right time. Yeah. Um, you can go ruin it for them. And he hears them. Mm-hmm. And uh we know he's he's gonna find find them eventually. So uh and but, that's all we see of that. That's like all we it's, see. Of that. It's it's there and then it's gone and then it's yeah. in the back of your head for an age. Yeah, you're just waiting for it to happen the whole time. Yeah. It's just yeah. yeah. And they again, really clever with the use of sound from that point on because there's different things in the background and even down to the way people are breathing and stuff and you're just like, mm-hmm. Is that the is that the thing? No, it's not. Is that is that the gun? Yeah. No, it's not, is that you know, oh no terrified um, playing Mortal Kombat where people are screaming you're wondering was that a clicker what was, what was that what was that yeah now Mortal Kombat you know, did you play Mortal girls. did you play Mortal Kombat when you when you were a kid not only did I but I played the shit out of this Mortal Kombat 2 so Mortal Kombat 2 that was my, my Mortal Kombat yeah, yeah. as well yeah, yeah. Um, I loved this I was more into Street Fighter mm. um, but I did love this I mean who didn't like Sub-Zero who didn't like uh like Molina was great. Yeah, uh, Raiden was, was the I was going to ask you who was Molina your and Raiden. I was who, like, fuck yeah, brilliant. Who was your favorite I mean, character? Raiden. I mean, just spinning spin that hat was great because I was a uh, I wasn't great. Yeah, I wasn't as good as my mates. So um, being to throw that hat from a little bit of a distance was yeah. was a bit of a win. It's kind of why I like Street Fighter to have a bit of Hadouken. Oh it's, yeah, okay. You know, yeah. I can I can yeah. hit you from afar. That's great. Yeah, so yeah. who was so was Raiden um, your favorite yeah. your favorite Mortal Kombat character? No, Sub Zero was my Sub Zero. Yeah, mine too. You know, but yeah. Raiden was an easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. The and then, yeah. then with the movie, um, Christophe Lambert played uh, played Raiden in, oh, the, yeah, in yeah. the in the 90s movie, and I was just like, I'm out. This is it. I'm gone. You know, destroyed destroyed that game for me again. for years. <laughs> and then a couple of weeks ago, I watched the I watched the uh, the new movie and destroyed it again. Yeah. So anyway, oh, yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, as I said, it's a movie that is out that you can watch. Um, that is my review. I still have it. I must get into it. Yeah, I'll watch um, it, man. It's definitely the, oh, worth an, watching. Why don't we, what's I up? I will watch it. I just need to find like a moment. Mm. Well, where are we after this? Then the girls playing um, so the Halloween. Combat. Oh, there's another long gaze to each other. Yeah, and then Riley says we better go again or something. Yeah, right? yeah. there's another another. Did moment. they go straight to the hell? No, the, the, you okay? Yeah, don't they go to the they go to Macho Nachos first, right? Oh God, yeah, yeah. They go, um, yeah. There's a bit of a reveal where they head to the food courts, and all those brands yeah. from back in the day—they're all there as well, you know. Um, Subway, eat fresh, not anymore. Um, all that. Well, all that. if you're if you're an Uncharted fan, Macho Nachos is one you're aware of. That's like someone I, I think either Nathan Drake goes into it or he knows someone that has. I, I yeah. forget, but I, that's a pure naughty dog uh, salute to yeah. themselves. You know, yeah, right, love nice. it. I like that. Yeah, yeah, love it. And uh, yeah, Ellie's like, "What are you? What are you going to show me here?" You know. And uh, yeah, we, well, we find that Riley's been sleeping here and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a the do, sequel to the Will Livingston book. Right? There is, yeah, yeah. So she's got a little surprise for her, and it's um, it's uh, what's the name of the book? I can't remember the name of the book now. Um, the sequel to the. I can't remember the name of the book. Yeah. Either. Anyway, the there's a sequel to the book. book. It's all about puns, yeah. and it's two T O O, as in 
Yeah, number two. Yeah. But uh, as well. And well, you can see that, that, that the age in those guys too, like where like they, there's some joke about uh, how do computers get drunk and it's like they take screenshots. Yeah. And they were going like, what's a screenshot? I, yeah. I don't get it. And it's like, oh God, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, 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 this apocalypse has happened at the worst time. Although you know? I do have to say, you know, well, not that a world without social media, a world without you know, constantly say, checking your it's phone. It's not the worst time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a world without a hunched back because you're just looking at your feeds all the time. Not bad, like, you know? I mean, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. there's a lot fewer yeah. people, but then again. Maybe you are more able to run away from these, these monsters. You're probably uh, fitter. Than you would be these days. Yeah. I mean, don't get me started on this <laughs> stuff. So, like, you know, I personally, Thanos had a, had a point, you know, um, Let's let's get rid of half the people in the universe, you know, and uh, that'll save things for everyone going forward, you know, not a bother. Um, but no one will listen. Um, hit Rachel Gould, same, you know, give it to the trees. Yeah, he was actually the good guy. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, the, what was the last one? Uh, Endgame. Yeah, you see, you see the you see the yeah. dolphins in the in in the Hudson, and you know, it's all. There's whales coming in and, you know, nature's healing and all that stuff, you know. That wouldn't have been like that if we just... The Avengers murder that guy, yeah. Yeah, they they lop his head off and then they they get him again, you know. Bastards. Yeah. (laughs) Did you really miss (laughs) all those people? I mean, look at the real estate now that you have, you know. But anyway... um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah so uh, goes down. so yeah, we're, well. we're 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 in the in, in the back lot of uh, of macho nachos and uh ellie spots something else on a shelf um yeah yeah we're seeing that romeo and juliet stuff again where they're talking about fedra versus fireflies and ellie stops mid conversation you get the impression something big is going on and ellie walks over to a shelf and ellie has spotted the pipe bombs that we see in, in yeah. the game the last of us two yeah and pretty yeah. pretty screen accurate pipe bombs aren't they they're like yeah okay cool perfect yeah yeah Yeah. just in case you don't know what they are if you played the game you know exactly what they are you know exactly how to use them you know exactly what they do yeah so this isn't something that they can be uh, i think riley says something like uh we wouldn't have ever used them around you you know um but that's not how these things work and uh, riley's on a position where she can make sure that there's certain people who she won't hurt because that's not how it works and uh, Ellie gets absolutely fed up. The best night of her life is ruined, and she storms off. There is a bit kind of a... like what she's doing to Joel at the start of the episode. She's not storming off, but she's leaving him. Like, yeah. like she's leaving Riley here. Yeah. yeah, she's making a decision to go. And mm-hmm. well, like I mean, she's a, she's a forceful kid when she has her mind made up. That's usually it, you know. Um, Oh, so yeah. you get the impression that there's there's only a couple of moments in her life when she's kind of reneged on her on her plan, um, yeah. and you know we find out that this is this is one. So this she is it. and she stops then and she asks Riley, "Why did you bring me here?" Yeah, and yeah, and Riley goes on to say, "Like, look, I'm actually basically she's getting shipped out tomorrow. She's going to a QZ in Atlanta." And this is going to be like the last night she had with Ellie before she had to leave. And yeah, she tried doing things like um, trying to get Ellie to join the Fireflies, but Marlene wouldn't have anybody. We get Marlene's name in this part of the episode. Um, and uh, it's kind of ruined for Ellie here because this was always going to be some kind of goodbye. This, this was another person in Ellie's life that was going to leave Ellie. Mm. And uh, she's kind of had it and she kicks the fuck out of some bin on the way out because she's Marlon Brando cool on the way out, you know, yeah. 
yeah. and uh, just leaves rightly behind her. Yeah. Always take it out on inanimate objects. Um, but she, like, I think that's, this really speaks to, to their love for each other as well because, you know, Riley did all this. She knew it was going to be their last night together and she wanted mm-hmm. their last night to be the best night of Ellie's life. You know, and she trailed yeah. it that way and you're just like, oh, that's so sweet, you know? Um, even though she didn't, she probably wasn't equipped emotionally to kind of explain why, you know? Um, yeah. But she still delivered on on the promise as well until it until it went south but yeah so so ellie's walking off and she's really pissed off like to the point that she's she's in tears um walking back and then she just she hears something doesn't she and we're all not at the start she actually gets to the door yeah she almost leaves and then just decides to turn around yeah and this this was the point of the episode i realized oh yeah this is why ellie went in under directions because she does trust Riley. Yeah. Her friends mean a lot to her. And this is why, this is why she goes back into her knowing that she has to go back to Fedra to do her, her, her rounds at whatever o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, knowing that like all this kind of stuff is risking her potential to become uh, an officer. A good soldier. She still goes back to her friend who will be gone tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, And then as she's walking back, we hear screaming. But I I, I, like, oh, I thought oh, no. just before that there's kind of a little metallic kind of kind of clank or something and I you know the audience is primed at that point because she's walking on her own she's left mm-hmm. Riley on her own we know yeah. that dude's We've in seen there her affected yeah. you know and again you're just heightened you're just you know you're just heightened awareness about this guy and you're just kind of checking this. oh yeah you're you're looking around stuff. corners yourself yeah. You yeah, yeah 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 it's mad you know. And, yeah. uh, yeah, but no sign, no, no sign so far, but then we hear a scream and, and she, she legs it back calling Riley's name towards yeah. the sound. Uh, and when she gets into the Halloween shop, we find out that it's a prop. It's one of those kind of screaming graves. Yeah. It was you so know, funny. Right? Yeah. Pops up. And, Which uh, is just like the game as well, where I think like a coffin opens up and I think Riley comes out wearing a mask and yeah. she's like pretending to do a zombie walk or something. Yeah. Same, same, same kind of idea. It was same a nice thing. Game. And Riley, Riley's behind it waiting and, uh, yeah, no, it's nice. Um, they kind of reunite there, and uh, uh, I think Riley then takes the initiative. And Riley has a gift for her, right? Uh, yeah. she does. Yeah, she has a mask, uh, a wolf mask, and and Riley has a clown mask, and they're exactly like exactly the same as the game. V- very same. Yeah, yeah, aren't they? Like, like made on spec for. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, and she takes the uh, the Walkman. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and puts uh, on, she hooks it up to the speakers in the shop. Yeah, puts on some Meta James, um, uh, which is pretty cool. And they, they just like the game, they start dancing. Yeah, just like the game. It mm-hmm. was really cool. It's, uh, and it's such a huge yeah. moment as well. You know, it needed to be just like the game. And that's where, you know, this adaptation is fucking brilliant. You know, we say, I say it all the time. We say it all the time. It's like, you know, we've seen so many adaptations that drop what's mm-hmm. important to the fans. Um, in favour of someone else's vision, you know, but like this brings yeah. it back to the key points in the game all the time, you know, and uh, it's such a such a big moment in the game, and it's a huge moment in in the show as well. Um, that as they're dancing, and a huge, huge testament to Bella Ramsey here because even with that big fucking mask on her head, you know what she's doing when she slows down. We see, we see 
royally grooving out and we see Bella doing what I usually do, that kind of penguin dance thing. Mm. That I, I don't know how to dance, you know? And she says to slow down. And you know, she's slowing down for a reason. And we see that, oh, this is what she's been building up to for the whole episode. Yeah. She's she's going to try and make her move now. Yeah, she's going to lob the gob. It's going to yeah. happen. This is it. And she, she, they take off their masks. She lobs the gob. And then the dialogue's almost straight out of the game. She, she says, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. She's kind of smiling, though, but she says, I'm sorry. And Riley says, what for? You know, and uh, you, you now understand that both these two were really trying to see if they'd have a relationship with the other one, but were just too afraid the whole time to try anything. Yeah. And they, she says, please don't go tomorrow. Uh, and then Riley says, okay, yeah. I won't. She's got something to stay and for. she's happy. And then she goes, yeah. yeah. And she goes, well, what do we do now? And Riley goes, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So now that this has turned into the best night of Ellie's life, it's now turned into the worst night of Ellie's life. Almost as soon as this happens. Yeah. We, yeah, that infected bastard that we know is walking around the shop has now decided to show up. Yeah. You know, he's ripped himself slowly off the wall. He's followed the music, all the laughing, the noise from the girls. And here he is. And uh, And every, every time, every episode... I fall for it every time. It's, oh, they're going to make mm-hmm. me fall in love with the character and then fuck me on it. And they do it. Yeah. yeah. There's a, there's a, <laughs> you know, a chase through the, through the shop. Um, and both of the girls are, are attacked. Um, and they, they, you know, zigzag various different ways to, to get their attacker mm-hmm. off them. I have to say, um, Ellie goes feral on the guy. Like she, she does. Yeah. She, like she, she really, um, pulls out all the stops when she gets a chance. Um, and I thought even like, there is a sense of annoyance in her voice when the dudes, when, when she's on the ground and the dude's scrambling for her and she's Mm -hmm. like, get the fuck off me. It's not that she's saying that out of fear. She's just properly angry at this guy. You know, because he's ruining everything, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. And I thought that that kind of that's real testament to the character of Ellie, you know, that's that's being portrayed. I thought that was that was a choice by um, by whether Bella or the the director or whatever, you know. Um, But I thought it was a cool choice to make, you know, because it's it's not it's not fear that's driving her, you know, it's anger. And that's so much more powerful. and yeah, and then look, she she gets the guy after he spends some time trying to attack Riley. Um, yeah, kind of like in the game where when well in the game there's a whole lot of these things. It's a horde. It's not just yeah. one guy, but but like there's a lot of back and forth where the girls are helping each other. At one point in the game, Riley has to jump down off a thing to go and save Ellie, which is really just Riley jumping in, taking the bullet. Um, here there's a lot of back and forth where the guy is on one of them and the other one kicks or pushes him off to to save the other one and in that whole scramble Ellie eventually gets the finishing blow and looks over at Riley and Riley is looking at Ellie's arm yeah and, and then Ellie Ellie looks down at her arm and she sees that bite mark and it's a big old fuck no 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 and like you said she's not upset she's not scared she's 
angry. Yeah. She's almost rubbing her arm to see if she can take it off her arm. You yeah. Know, just to get rid of it. Yeah. She's um, pissed off that, about this guy, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And then she looks at Riley. Mm. And Riley's... And Riley holds up. Riley's got a little, uh, little cordyceps hickey on her, on her hand. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's not, that's not good. We know that that's not good for Riley. No. Um, so yeah, that's what, what pushes Ellie over the edge. That's what makes her sad. That's what, you know, makes her realize the, the gravity of the situation. It's not something you can just rub away um, or wash off. So yeah, so there's a very serious discussion at the end of this between yeah. the two of them. And I thought this was handled so well. It really was. I mean, because we kind of see that Ellie is just fucking angry. She's tearing the shop apart. While Riley is a picture of of sadness. Yeah. She's sitting there looking at her inevitability of, of what's about to happen. Um, and they have a little chat about their options. Well, what what can they do next uh, when, when Ellie eventually sits down beside her? Yeah, I think Riley says something funny like, "I think there's some stuff over there you can knock around, or you haven't hit, you haven't knocked around or the room yet, or something." Yeah, and yeah. Um, it's uh, actually sorry. Hang on, we're missing. I think we go back to Joel before they have their chat. Is that right? Do we? I can't. Remember. I think. I think we do. Um, yeah, I, I think when Ellie spots the boy on Riley, we we cut back to Joel. Um, because we see Joel shivering, yeah, uh, panicking and like seeing that he's kind Bleeding of out. he's out now. He's going to die. Yeah, he's having that kind of eye acting, as you kind of pointed out before. And we kind of jump in between, the, kind of like we do in the game, but uh, we go back to see that we we see Ellie stop at the door, the door where she's about to leave Joel to go back, and um, we're starting to see her kind of see these choices that she made with Riley mm. and how they've changed her as a person in her current day. Hmm. and um, they ask they have a little conversation then it's like what do we do we find out we can go out all poetic and shit um, yeah our, they're looking our, at their option one was to use the gun they have to, the gun to, to, they don't like option one yeah because it's kind of you know a murder suicide like that you know someone, someone's got mm-hmm. going to be left to make the That's decision it, for themselves yeah and then Ellie asks for a third option foreshadowing her option not mm. it, not Riley's option she'll survive all this yeah and um, Riley won't which is something I wanted to ask you we found out in an earlier episode that that guy that Ellie had to shoot wasn't the first person she had to shoot oh it was definitely Riley yeah it had to be right yeah. it had to happen here yeah yeah yeah, yeah um, and this is why I think it was handled so well because we end that scene with the two of them holding hands Mm-hmm. You know, and Riley has this speech they, where they she's won't like, "Give up two minutes." Yeah, where she's like, "If they have two minutes, yeah. yeah, exactly. If it's two minutes, if it's two days, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, you know, give that. I don't want to give, give that, that up. time up. Yeah. You know, with each other. And I thought that was really well done, really well, well written. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it well, they're no longer playing coy now. Now that the, now that life is kind of showing them what's really important. They're embracing it straight away, you know. Well, they're they're, they're going to spend the, re- the rest of their lives with each other, you know. Um, this is it. However yeah, short yeah. that is, but they have committed themselves to each other, and you know that's what 
that's what everybody wants, I suppose. And you know, in the in the 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 history of kind of love stories, you know, that's all we want is a, is a is a happy ever after, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's what they're getting, you know. Until yeah, they go for their their strawberry hug, you know, and they cry it out together for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and we don't see how that story ends. And I thought that we was clever. Don't. Yeah, yeah. I thought that yeah, was really I clever. Thought they were going to show it here. I we agree. don't. I, we don't need to. Um, Ellie doesn't want to remember that, so we're not remembering it. Um, mm-hmm. She wants to remember Riley holding her hand, and in a way, Riley's continued to hold her hand ever since. Because yeah, when it since. comes to the big hard decisions that she has to make, like this one right now, which is, do I stay? and look after Joel and get him through this, mm-hmm. or do I go and save myself? You know, she can feel Riley's hand in hers, pulling her back into the room to look after Joel. And I thought yeah. that was perfect. Like that was just the best use of that, that, that particular story at that moment, you know? Um, and, and not a, not a huge character change. We still see Ellie for Ellie. She's still tearing the house apart, angrily looking for medicine, looking for looking for bandage, anything. looking for yeah, just some kind of thing that can give her two more minutes or two more days. Anything. But if she hadn't, if she hadn't had that experience with Riley, mm-hmm. she wouldn't. She'd have gone. Do that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's I suppose that's the point of the episode to tell us that particular story to show us that that's who Ellie is now, and that's you know she is. She's been formed that way because of her her experience with Riley, you know. Yeah, yeah. Whether you're infected or you're Bethany, mm. you're going to take some lumps of belly if you mess with one of her own. Yeah, and, well, at uh, this stage, Bethany's dead. You know, Bethany's dead. She's, oh she yeah, hasn't survived she's the night. fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, um, so she finds a needle and thread in, in it all, and uh, and she I, does not fucking disinfect that needle. She doesn't <laughs> she disinfect doesn't the wound. <laughs> like she just. Not even pouring like Joel's moonshine over it. She just gets straight in there with some fucking stuff and just, I mean, she's killed, she's killed Joel now. I mean, let's just say it. I and almost. Joel's gonna dive infection. You know, oh, this is it. A couple of years ago, I was working a job and, and I almost <laughs> had a heart attack when a colleague of mine just opened my glasses case, picked out my glasses chamois and started cleaning her glasses with the, with it. And I was like, are you fucking serious? Viruses <laughs> enter the body through the eyes, you know, and uh, and I let her keep that particular shot. I did get her get her a pack of them for Christmas, and um, <laughs> and you know I'm looking at I this. I couldn't agree more. I'm looking at this scene, going, "Oh my god!" At least you know, light a match and burn the needle yeah. or something, you know. Or and and Joel has a hip flask. Pour it into the wound, right? That's that, that's. I, I was waiting for that first. Didn't see any of it, and I thought we could just spit on it or something. This is disgusting. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> just man. do something. Just do something. Like, yeah. like I, I had, yeah. I had surgery that that sealed an infection into a wound once, and let me tell you, it's not fun, and it's mm. very sore, and um, yeah, it was just like oh, you know, that was rough to watch, but then there was a real dedication to her to her when she did it and there was a real mm-hmm. sense of purpose in her face 
as she's doing it because yeah. she starts off a bit gingerly and then she's like, no, fuck this. This is what I'm doing. I'm going to fix it. Mm. You know? she, she, she holds Joel's hand too like she held Riley's. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. Because yeah. she's she's the Riley now. She's going to get him through it, you know? And yeah, uh, yeah I just thought, yeah, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And um, yeah, hopefully. close-ups <laughs> of needles going into uh, to just absolutely infected wounds now. Hopefully uh, Joel doesn't <laughs> die of sepsis in the morning, you know? But yeah. Uh, <laughs> We'll see how he goes. Uh, and that was it. That was it. Yeah, we have a close-up of Ellie holding the stitch, like uh, literally on her face that she's holding up the, the, the wire, the, the thread, and uh, just cut. And we're kind of in the same place we were like last week almost because we don't yeah. know if Joel's going to make it. <laughs> you know? We haven't moved on. Yeah. No. Um, and having played the game, like it gets fucking rough for Ellie going forward. Um, There's only two episodes left. Yeah. Like, this is this is my worry. There's if if and I think I know where they're gonna end it, and if they end it there, oh my god, it's gonna be a long wait. <laughs> like Yeah, and, and like we're not gonna be finished game one, I think, this no, season. If we're not if, getting if my theory and we're yeah, right. We're not right, getting there. Right. I yeah. don't think so either. Um we have a lot more to get through. Yeah. Yeah. We've another good. good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not ready for a season for a game two yet. We've another <laughs> we've another oh god, yeah. We've another season <laughs> at least to get us to where we're going. Um with with Ellie. So yeah. So look, um, thanks for indulging us yet again for another week. Um Yeah, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the, the episode too. And um, please get in touch and let us know what you think. And please get in touch on Twitter because there's still a competition up there for people who want to win issue one of Godfell. I'm going to announce it. And can Wednesday. I just say Godfell is Ben's amazing new comic book from Vault Comics. Um thanks, it's a fantasy what would we say what would we say a fantasy epic I suppose um, that's very much in the I suppose it's in the like I'm not I'm not a huge fantasy nerd and this plays really well for me because uh, it's a little sci-fi-esque in a way right yeah it's a bit more sci-fi it's a bit more mm-hmm. not that fan- there's anything wrong with fantasy or anything but um mm-hmm. But I think it, I think it plays well to people who are into it and who aren't, you know, because to my mind, there's a bit of Mad Max in there. There's a bit of um, absolutely, uh, yeah. There's 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 definitely a bit of uh, religion, you know, and, and religiosity um, being being discussed and try, you know tried to uh, wrestled with etc. So there's there's loads going on in it, um, and just Ben's work is just amazing in it. So just just get it. Oh, thanks, um, man. Yeah. So, and if you have issue two, FOC is coming up. Um, so please, if if you missed if you missed issue one, which if you were in Ireland, you might have because without well, the shops pretty quickly. Yep. I think you can still only get it in the Big Bang. Um, thanks, Big Bang, for getting in so much more and for yeah. hosting us uh, at the signing on Saturday. And if you want to get a signed um, copy, there, that's the place to go. They're all there. Um, but uh, make sure you get an order in because um, I know people are on a waiting list now for a reprint or something of issue one or restock of issue one or, or something. Uh, so please, if you like what you hear, if you, if you saw it um, and maybe you only got issue one, go please order issue two. Make sure you, you don't miss out. And you might be the lucky winner of our competition for issue one. Absolutely. Signed a cover of my cover with Trina Farrell and, and Nathan Gooden, Vaults. Paul's very own barbaric artist uh, 
It's a good one, lads. It's a good one. Oh, it is a good one. See what I did there? Yeah, Nathan Gooden. Um, so yeah, so check it out. And yeah, talk to us on Twitter. Um, you can get us at the odds pods. Um, and you can get Benesy at Benesy, B-E-N-N-E-S-S-Y on Twitter and everything really. And you'll find me on at Dave Hendrick on Twitter. Um and yeah, we'll be back with the with the mothership. The odds pod on Thursday of this week. Um, who have we got on? Oh yeah, we've got, we have got a a local a local genius. Oh, we really. do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Some indie, some indie, serious indie talent. Yeah, some serious indie talents, which won't be indie talent for for too long, I would imagine. Um, Why not be local either? No. Oh well, I think we will keep that to ourselves though for now. Mm. Um. But uh, but yeah, tune in. It's a good one. Um, it's fun, and it's a guy with a perspective nobody has on these things. So yeah, it's uh, it's Absolutely. a bit of a laugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, check it out, guys. Check it out. Okay, um, we're out of here.